0: Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Be it superstition or just an apparition, you suddenly appear inside my heart. Does this strange romance stand the ghost of a chance?
1: Welcome to From the Bleachers. I'm your host, as always, Seamus Clancy, coming to you from the wonderful Bleeding Green Nation radio podcast network. Uh, just for some housekeeping notes, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Seamus underscore Clancy. Be sure to follow the Bleeding Green Nation Instagram at Bleeding Green Institute. I run that tons of great Eagles content on there all week long. Additionally, you can check out my Patreon subscription newsletter, patreon.com backslash Seamus underscore Clancy for all your Eagles, Sixers, Philly sports talk. Uh, Today's podcast I'm having a guest on Uh, it'll join us shortly it is Jeff Parles Uh, he is a gambling expert based out in New Jersey currently we'll be talking about the NFC East race the Eagles Giants game on Thursday night football I'm recording this on Tuesday afternoon so you're likely listening to this on Wednesday or Thursday Uh, you know betting spreads for tonight uh, odds on who should win the NFC East uh, overall, and then looking at the Eagles' schedule going forward, and figuring out where they are going to be able to stack some wins. So check it out. Thank you all for listening. Now on to the guest, Jeff. How you doing?
2: I'm good. It's a pleasure to be on with Jeff Sheamus. It's a uh, it's a it's a fun week uh, in the NFL, and of course uh, the Eagles and the Giants. Uh, a, a few days from now, will get to get to kick it off in a fun way for all of us, man.
1: Yeah, we're recording this Tuesday afternoon, the back-to-back Monday night games. I'm all about that. Like, I love when they do it in week one every season, and I wish that was kind of a de facto thing going forward.
2: Yeah, I look, uh, from a betting perspective, having two Monday games is awesome. Um, and, and you know what? I, I lived, I, I, I again, I'm, I'm still a Nevada resident spending time in New Jersey right now. It was nice to have the West Coast feel uh, on the East Coast. Uh, these last few Mondays with these extra early starting Monday games.
1: Yeah, I tweeted. I think yesterday I was like, the only time I'd ever really want to leave Philadelphia is to be in like Denver, Mountain West, or Pacific Time Zone, where I could be watching football at ten or eleven a.m. on Sunday morning, five p.m. on you know Monday evening, and going to bed at nine thirty every weekend, like you know, a functional adult.
2: It's something that uh, look uh, not much good at all, if any good at all, has come from uh, this era that we're in right now with with, with the virus. Uh, being out there but if we could get multi a monday night doubleheader, honestly would be a lot better for me than just having games on thursday because the quality of play on mondays uh would be a lot better because these teams wouldn't be on short weeks and also too i i lo- i really do like the 5 five fifteen eastern kickoff time i think it would be a great reward for people getting off of work uh, on the east coast as well
1: yeah, clocked out of work yesterday, and then you know just cracked a cold one open, and we're like, "This is my nut. I can't wait to go."
2: That's spectacular, truly spectacular.
1: So, Jeff, what is your experience in the gambling world? In terms of where can listeners find you? Where can they read your work, listen to your work, watch your work? Of just course. to give you some background on how Jeff knows his crap, what he's talking
2: about. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, I, I am currently with uh, the with book with Bookit Sports. Uh, host of the Parlay Cast, a nice little play on words with my last name, uh, more than anything. Uh, Where uh, the app is launching on November first, it's really going to be uh, Seamus. It's going to be the the Instagram of sports betting in the way of uh, the social media aspect and being able to post your videos, post your your pictures, post your bet slips, post your bets. Period. Uh, something that just really isn't out there right now in the sports betting landscape. So we're really excited for that to launch on November first. Also in my background uh from uh March 2019 to uh really the the day that everything was canceled that uh Friday after everything got postponed in March I was with uh, the Vegas Stats and Information Network uh for okay. a year uh before I was laid off in March I was a producer I hosted a show Market Watch I filled in for the Green Zone I it was a great time living out in Vegas and working for a company that uh was uh at least partially founded by the great Brent Musburger so um, it, it is right now the one sole sports gambling exclusive radio station on Sirius XM. So that's really where, uh, where I I, I, uh, I learned my stuff. And uh, I you can't say perfected the craft because you never perfect this craft, but at least got, got a little bit no, – a little more knowledge to at least at least feel like I'm a little bit uh, smarter than I was when I got there for sure.
1: Talking about, I guess, the, the experience curve with gambling and as you've seen that – the legalization of it in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and some other states over the last two or three years, there's been an explosion of casual fans and casual bettors getting in on the action that, you know, they wouldn't have been comfortable, you know, dealing with an offshore book, you know, a handful of years ago, or, you know, old, super old school local bookie or something along those lines. Have you seen that impact betting lines, things swinging certain ways, or I don't want to say pray, but... These odds makers and casinos, knowing that they're getting more kind of chumps in the mix than, you know, experienced veteran people.
2: Look, the public is always going to move lines every once in a while. Um, Look, it doesn't impact the lines that much. There are a lot of other factors that are going to impact it. Sometimes you're going to see slightly different lines for let's just take the classic books out in Nevada. Uh, your your Westgate Superbooks, uh, I know MGM is here in New Jersey uh, where I'm at right now, but MGM's main book is in uh, in Vegas. Obviously, William Hill is one that's across the country now. Um, they may have slightly different lines than your DraftKings and your FanDuel's of the world. Even though DraftKings, BetRivers, Rivers, and a few others are Canby books, it's the same operating system. So those lines are very similar to one another, if not the exact same lines. So, uh, look, uh, I, it's... The new gambling jurisdictions, yeah, sometimes you get some some stuff that doesn't make much sense, uh, but it's very rare. And and look, uh, the people that are making these numbers, especially when it's not a computer, they're very, very sharp uh, and usually not, at least on the NFL, they're not coming out with a bad line. You sometimes get that in college football and other sports, but in the NFL, it's very rare you see just like, wow, this line is moved. Three points since open. The only time that would ever happen is if like you had a major injury happen.
1: Yeah, like Cam Newton two it, weeks it, ago, or whatever it, it, it was. Exactly, like
2: exactly. When Cam when Cam tested positive for COVID, and uh, that line went from seven to ten and a half, which uh, probably should have moved a little bit lo- 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 more because of how bad Brian Hoyer <laughs> ended up being. Oh my God, uh, what we, a game we for- that was! We, for- we forgot. how, You know, a lot of this in this weird year. A lot of my bad handicaps this year. Have just been misevaluations on either guys being better than I remembered, or in the case of the Dallas Cowboys, granted they've kind of gotten uh, they they've done a lot of it to themselves, and obviously Dak getting hurt has really uh, changed the tune of that team. But I completely undervalued how horrible Mike McCarthy really is. Forgot how bad he was. That he and Jason Garrett are essentially the same guy, and that showed up so far. And there's that's one of the many reasons that Dallas is two and four, and why the Eagles. Have a pretty damn big game uh, coming up at 1-4-1, and as ridiculous as that is.
1: Yeah, McCarthy was supposed to be this, quote-unquote, smarter hire than Jason Garrett. The players were all buying in. Now there's already discord in the locker room. They're not keeping things internal. And then you have situations where they have that putrid field goal kick at the end of the first half when they're down you know, a couple touchdowns already. Just no aggressiveness. Not no pizzazz. You should be when you have a backup quarterback in there when you're already down huge, you should be trying to play the percentages, trying to get the you know extra two percent every edge you can. It just seems like, you know, minus the egregious clapping constantly on the sideline. <laughs> there hasn't actually been a huge difference between Mike McCarthy and Jason Garrett. Out there.
2: The, the, the 55, I will say the end of the half field goal was bad. But it was nowhere near as ridiculous as the field goal that they attempted down three touchdowns, or down whatever it was, down 25 in the third quarter, the 55-yard kick that Zerline and they missed. Zerline missed by about a mile um, on a on that lame-looking duck hook. But look, it's uh, again, uh, the Eagles are one of the teams that, honestly, everyone in the NFC East has benefited from the Cowboys being much worse than expected. The Eagles being alive, and heck, I mean, football team and the Giants are still... Still in this thing, as ridiculous as it is.
1: Yeah, the WFT still has the, as of right now, the tiebreaker over the Eagles. I know that tie in the Eagles' record from the Week 3 game against the Bengals, that true of every fan in Philadelphia, absolutely insane. And especially Doug Peterson's decisions at the end of the game in overtime. But in a weird, twisted way and kind of a falling backwards into a success way, that might actually be, the, you know, unfortunately, the, a terrible decision became their most prudent one. Uh, kind of a result over process situation that may, you know, give them a division title over a six and 10 Cowboys team, a six and 10 Washington team, a five and 11 Giants team.
2: Yeah, no, look again, Uh. why well, I, I say it all the time. The, the, there are bets that you make from a gambling perspective that may be good bets that lose. And there are bets that you make that are really just wrong side bets and you got lucky. So uh, it's the same sort of thing. I right, look, I know Peterson uh, got, got a lot of flack for settling for the tie, but look, uh, just looking ahead at how bad the division is, like you said, 6-9-1 and one, or 7-8-1 and one may get the job done, and that silly, stupid tie against Cincinnati could be the difference of the Eagles actually hosting a playoff game or missing the playoffs uh, in the end.
1: Yeah, they have five division games left uh, this week against... Giants on Thursday night football, home on Saturday night football the following week uh, against Dallas, uh, a bye week. Then the Giants once again up in your New Jersey. And then in week 17, they play Washington again, this time in Philadelphia. Essentially, they have one win. If they go 6-9-1, if they just win the remainder of the division games, uh, it seems increasingly, increasingly likely that they'll probably end up winning division, even though they've only beat one team outside of their division, which is absolutely insane. But this is the state of you know, I've been saying this is the worst division in the history of not just professional sports but organized sports.
2: Hey, you know what? It might be. It really might be, uh, because uh, there's two wins outside of the division right now for the NFCs. As you said, the Eagles had one of them on the Sunday night against Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard a few weeks ago, and the only other one was Cowboy. Was the Cowboys against the Falcons? Which look, the uh, the, the the Falcons. Uh, did everything humanly possible to lose that game and did accidentally lose that game. So it's uh, it's really bad at what the state of the division is. And and look, and I will say this, the Eagles this morning were about plus 135, plus 140 to win the NFC East. Uh, if you think they're going to beat the, the Giants, and if you think Dallas is going to go down to football team this weekend, which I actually think, uh, I think Washington beats Dallas in Landover, and I think the Eagles take care of business on Thursday. I think that may be worth a bet in the futures market. Betting the Eagles right now to win the the NFC East crown as ridiculous as that may seem.
1: Yeah, instead of just taking the Eagles, I think they're at. I've seen them at minus four on some books, minus three and a half. So I feel like it might actually be a more prudent decision to just take them um, the the line to win the division rather than just you know expect them to you know win by six points or whatever it is on Thursday night.
2: Yeah, you know what? This is a really difficult game on Thursday because it's a short week. Uh, Crazy
1: injuries. Crazy, crazy
2: injuries. Yeah, it feels like the entire Eagles team other than Carson Wentz is on IR right now. It really does. Uh, And look, the Giants are are a really horrible football team, as as we were saying, too. They were very fortunate to win that game on Sunday. Uh, If Kyle Allen's uh, wide receiver doesn't slip uh, on that two-point conversion, I, I think Washington converts that and when Washington wins the game. Um, and we're looking at the Giants being oh for the season still and still in the running for Trevor Lawrence, which uh the Jets basically uh I think the Jets have that number one pick on the lock at, at this point. It's gonna be uh, gonna be awfully difficult for uh for, for anyone to catch new the uh the, the green New York team uh in the end. But look, uh right now I'm seeing four on the Eagles, total forty three and a half, uh uh for this. I I you probably are right laying four with the Eagles, but as we saw last year in a similar spot on a prime time with a horrible, horrible Giants team, uh, that quite frankly the Giants should have won that game last year in Philadelphia on Monday night. Yeah, it went to overtime. Yeah, the Giants should have won that game, and what what would have been one of Eli's last wins. Um, obviously, it was his next to last start in the end. But look, the, uh, the the it wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't shock me if this is a low scoring game where neither offense can really get out of its own way, and the Eagles win the game like 17-13. So I, I would look towards uh, the total, uh, Sheamus, is probably the, the better way to look at this game and look at betting an under, even though I will say the Eagles' offense, with all those injuries the last two weeks, I will give them credit. I know it took them a long time to get going against Baltimore, but they still scored 28 points against a really good defense. And they were averaging over eight yards of play for a good chunk in a Pittsburgh game, and that's a really good defense as well. So their offense, if they're really looking awful early in the year, really the first four weeks, even the San Francisco game, they didn't really move the ball in that game. They just hit the big pass play to and they uh and Wentz had the, had the good, ru- had good running. City savior. The offense has looked a little bit better, even with just how bad uh, the injury bug is for the Eagles right now.
1: Yeah, they're down to two starters uh, <laughs> from like crazy. the offseason. And center Jason Kelsey and Wentz, they're on like – right tackle, three, right guard, three, left guard, two, left tackle, three, you know, tight end, three, four, wide receiver, you know, four, five, six, running back, two, three. It's just a disaster.
2: Yeah, it really is. And and look, it's probably the fact that – and I'm not a Jalen Hurts believer. I I didn't think he was a good pro prospect coming in, and I know there's been clamoring to get him more time. Uh, Wentz has his issues. The accuracy is a problem. The turnovers are obviously a problem. Uh, but look, Carson Wentz is still a, uh, still a good NFL starter. Um, and, and look, there'd be other ways to utilize Hurts. I wouldn't mind, actually, with all the, the the injuries at this point, if Doug Peterson got created and said, you know what? We're going to put two quarterbacks on the field, and we're going to make you actually um, do something. They actually uh, have to pay attention to Jalen Hurts possibly having to throw the ball uh, in circumstances like we saw this past week against Baltimore twice. Uh, so, hey, look, it's when you have, again, what is it, 14 guys on IR right now, uh, which is just a lunacy number at any point and even more lunacy in going into week seven, you got to do some things that you just wouldn't normally do. But, again, the spot is good. You're getting a bad team coming off its first win. So, um, it, it is it, again, the benefits of playing in the NFC East, you're going to see bad teams when you have divisional games. And four and two, five and one in the division, and I know that would mean the Eagles have to win the rest of their divisional games. Uh, Four and two or five and one in the division, getting to six wins, five wins, you have to find one or two other wins out of the division, and you might accidentally win this thing.
3: Support for this episode comes from Viator. Sure, a good souvenir is always fun Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with
2: Viator. Support for this podcast comes from Smart Water. Life moves pretty fast. Are you drinking water that can keep up? Smart Water Alkaline has everything you need to stay hydrated, no matter where your day takes you. Whether you're pitching a tent or your next big idea, Smart Water Alkaline can help you perform your best. It delivers a pure, crisp taste that makes it the perfect chaser after a big workout. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smart Water Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com.
1: I feel like they, they have a terrible, terrible three-game stretch with Seattle, New Orleans, and Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, right end right. of November, December. I mean, that's just Seattle and New Orleans have had their number. I feel like my my entire existence, you know, Russell Wilson... Uh, Against the Eagles has become, you know, sort of an insider joke amongst Eagles fans, where you know there was a lot of clamor for the Eagles wanting to draft him, and then they passed on him the second round, thinking he'd be there at their pick in the third round, and that was sort of cursed by Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll ever since then. So you're really not getting any of these outside the division wins. Your best chances, I would think, are they play in Cleveland, and after Baker Mayfield's meltdown on Sunday, who knows what the state of their offense is uh come what is it late October early November whatever that game is and then uh in late December they go on the road in Arizona who obviously looked spectacular last night even with DeAndre Hopkins not necessarily being totally totally in sync with Kyle Murray early Kyle Murray early on in the game uh there's still just a ton of weapons on their offense Kenyon Drake was awesome and Christian Kirk had his you know he's on one of my fantasy teams finally had a breakout game this season
2: Yeah, look, uh, again, the the schedule out of the division is really difficult, and that's why winning this game on Thursday night is critical to the whole operation here uh, for for Philadelphia. And and look, uh, that's – and on the flip side, even though the tie might end up helping, tying that game against Cincinnati was really just a a horrible result because the Bengals – let's face it, the Bengals are by far the easiest non-division game that the Eagles have this year. So, again, that, that's that's why that tie, even though, again, it might end up saving them, really, at least for right now, hurts them uh, in the grand scheme of things. Again, like I said, it's just such a weird season where a 6-9-1 and Philadelphia team might end up winning the division because of that ridiculous tie.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things where at the time I thought, if you're losing your cupcake games, if you're losing your gimme games, that means you're the cupcake team. You're the gimme team, not Cincinnati. It's It's you. You're the Correct. joke of the league.
2: Yeah, well, the, the entire division is the joke of the league right now. Uh, really, the the, the uh, in all honesty, the I-95 corridor in the Northeast uh, from uh, a, taking out the Ravens uh, basically right now, going from Jersey on south is a joke. Take out the Ravens, the rest of that. I mean, the Eagles are the best record on the corridor <laughs> at 1-4-1. and one.
1: I'm so excited for the game on Thursday. And even after these last two weeks, I've gotten more enjoyment out of the Cardinals Cowboys game last night than I've had like every other Eagles game this season combined, where like the only enjoyment you get as an NFC East fan, if one of your teams is an NFC East team is this pure sense of shade and fraud watching your other the other teams in division play, which is why I'm pumped for a Sunday. I'm just gonna go full Sunday ticket. Eagles obviously played Thursday, watch Washington against Dallas and just like root for hell. Uh, for the football team, even though that's, that's still so weird to say against Dallas. And then, you know, somehow miraculously, Monday morning, it's Dallas week. They're playing against Dallas and they're in first place in division.
2: It's kind of crazy, isn't it, at this point? And I will say this uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier. Uh, Dallas without Dak, uh, I, I didn't, a lot of us did not account for how big of a drop off it was from Prescott to Dalton. I didn't think it was going to be as bad as it was. It's much worse than any of us expected with how bad Dalton looked last night. And there's it also, it's more than Dalton. The offensive line, Dallas' offensive line stinks now with all those injuries and Travis Frederick's retirement. Yeah. Uh, that's a different team. And not only that, Ezekiel Elliott's on the wrong side at this point. Can't hold on to the ball. Um. So, look, I, 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 I absolutely at this point, uh, it, 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 looking at how bad these other teams are, take enjoyment out of their just failings like we saw last night from Dallas.
1: Dalton, I didn't know if that's a one-game blip where he needs time to actually connect with. I mean, obviously, receiver position is as stacked as anyone in the entire NFL. Uh, is it going to be a situation where he needs more time to connect with those guys, or is it ultimately going to be like this is just who Andy Dalton is in his post, you know, Cincinnati career, his post-prime? If you even want to consider what he had did with the Bengals a prime, uh, obviously, as an Eagles fan, uh, I'm hoping it's the latter.
2: You know what? I'd probably lean that way, and again, it's not like he has an offensive genius in Mike McCarthy coaching him right yeah. now. I mean, it's just, it just that's a whole mess. That really is a whole mess. In all honesty, like, look, if you're the Eagles and find a way to win the division, sure, you'll take it. But again, the team, in order to really be able to compete to win anything more than just a division title in a historically bad division, uh, obviously things have to be reworked uh, this upcoming offseason. Again, we got a long, long way to go here, and I, I expect the Eagles. To win this week, win against Dallas and then beat the Giants and have that big three-game winning streak in the middle of the season. They need before things really get difficult
1: again. So you're thinking to close up. You're thinking Eagles and unders on Thursday. We're like recording the, this on Tuesday. It might it might be Wednesday or Thursday. I, you guys are listening to this. I
2: like the under as long as you are still in the in the mid in the mid to uh, not extremely low 40s. I would not lay more than four with Philadelphia. If it comes down I'd consider I would I would take it at three very happily, getting to uh, winning by a field goal being a push, but I would lean under. Uh, I know Thursday night overs have been really good so far this year, but I think with these teams, um, I, I don't think I, look neither offense is particularly good, neither defense is particularly good. Uh, but the Giants defense at least has shown in some games that they can actually slow people down for a little bit. And I don't think the Eagles defense against a bad offense will get uh will get shelled uh at, at all because I think J- Daniel Jones is just bad. Uh so I like under and I like Philadelphia. Those would be the leans for in this game coming on Thursday.
1: Yeah, and then uh Philadelphia to win a division. He said this morning plus one thirty five. Yeah. I wanna be hopping on as soon as this podcast is over, I'm hopping on that.
2: Yeah, I like that. I look I think it's uh look, I, they're they're just better than New York and, and Washington and Look, they have, they've had Dallas's number the last few years. So get them on a Sunday night. Uh, I know there will only be about 6,500 people in the link on that Sunday night. But you know what? We've seen that. We just saw how bad Dallas is. And now the yapping is coming out from behind closed doors out to the media, as we saw this morning uh, with, Jan, with Jan Slater's report on uh, basically uh, a bunch of Cowboys players telling her, yeah, our coaching staff has no idea what the heck they're doing. They're really bad at their job. So it's already starting there in Dallas after a two-and-four start where they're technically leading the division in the next to last week of October.
1: Outrageous. Well, Jeff, (laughs) thank you for coming on. We could follow you at Twitter, at Jeff uh, Parles, Mm P-A-R-L-E-S, the – plug any social media stuff else that you, you need to throw out there yeah, for the listeners you, you, you to go check should, out.
2: Shout out at, at book, at book, it, at book it, uh, excuse me, at book it HQ on the tweets. You can search for book at sports and it'll pop up. Uh, same deal on Instagram. Uh, search for book at sports. Follow us. The app launches on November 1st and uh, just follow there for more information. So you can download that app on 11 one when it's ready to roll.
1: That's the most important thing that's happening the first week of November.
2: I will say uh, there's going to be a lot of fun uh, that uh, that week. Uh, to just put it lightly, there, <laughs> Sheamus, and also yeah. too uh, on 11-1, the biggest reward of all uh, for the app, the app's launch, we get the Jets at the Chiefs, which might break the NFL record for the largest point spread in the history of a regular season game. So, do you know Florida what that is offhand? It, no, we don't. We don't have it yet, but. Basing it off, remember when Peyton was in Denver and the Jaguars were really, really bad in 2013? Denver was yeah. 26 and a half. What? I, would ex- I? Yeah. Jacksonville did cover that game, by the way. I would expect Kansas City to approach four touchdowns, and I would not be shocked if we get 27 and a half, 28 on Kansas City hosting the Jets on 11-1
1: good lord well, yeah it's gonna
2: be bad that's it's gonna be real bad that's like
1: the most non-eagles nfl thing i'm looking forward to now is to see what what the heck that line's going to be
2: yeah and you know what the scary part of it is the jets are going to be three touchdown dogs in a minimum of four more games this season that's how bad it has gotten
1: <laughs> well i gotta get on the i gotta get on the bucket app for that then
2: <laughs> yeah absolutely
1: you're, you're selling everyone on it
2: uh Shea, thank you thank you for having me man this is uh a lot of fun and uh I hope, I hope we can uh, make some money for the for the listeners out there.
1: That's all it's about. We're giving you guys free money. That's all it's about. <laughs> and to close up again, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Seamus underscore Clancy. Check out the BGN Insta app, Bleeding Green Insta. I'll be doing content on there all day Thursday leading up to the Eagles-Giants game. Go Birds, baby. Let's get some Travis Fulgham touchdowns out there. Let's get this win and go into Dallas week and take control of the NFC
0: East. <laughs>
2: You can add the Fundrise Flagship Fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise Flagship Fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip?